Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications, this time on the road. Uh, I am Evo Terra in my car today because that's what happens sometime. Today on the show, I want to talk to you about some recent moves our friends at Google have made with Google Podcasts, brand new sighting that I have caught, thanks to other people, and what it actually means for podcasts, and more importantly, what, what, we should, what we should be thinking about. This will be a true pontification. I have been thinking about this for the last 20 minutes, so you get kind of a stream of conscience for me. Okay, here's the deal. Google Podcasts, we already know, is a big deal, right? It's a new thing. Google is finally supported. They've got an app that's baked into their operating system for mobile devices. Yes, yes, all of those things have happened, but we've had some interesting developments just in the last 24 hours or so. Now, when you, like me, are on your iOS device, that means iPhone, and you click someone's link that says, let me change the way I say that, you go to some podcaster's webpage and that there's a button that says, listen on Google Podcasts. When you click that button, it no longer takes you directly to the Google Play Store. Now, an interstitial window pops up, a little white page with the show's logo on top, the name of the show beneath that, and underneath a big button that says install Google Podcasts, I believe. That shows up on everybody who clicks on it, not just Android users. I'm not sure what Android users have, but for iOS users, that's what we see, this button that now says install. Of course, when you click that install button, it goes to Google Play, which doesn't work, and but it tells you specifically you have no apps, you have no devices which can play this particular file. So not perfect, but I think it's definitely predictive or indicative, if you will, of what is to come. Let's fast forward X number of months and assume that there will very soon be a Google Play app for iOS users. That's you and that's me that are on iPhones. There's already an Android app, but I think there's one coming soon for the Apple users of us out there, the iPhone users. And that'll be that'll be kind of a game changer when that happens. So, so what I want to talk about today is let's let's what's that mean? What does it mean when everybody, and I'm talking about iPhone users and Android users, have a similar experience that Google can, if if not control, certainly shape. Well, first off, it makes the whole discovery process that much easier. When someone tells you about a podcast, This American Life, for example, and you've never heard of This American Life, you, like anybody else, you turn to Google. You turn to, you grab your mobile phone. Again, I'm talking specifically on a mobile phone. And you search for This American Life. 
This happens today, by the way. You'll first listing because Google knows if you're searching for the name of a podcast, the best possible experience it can give users is to take you, not just take you to the podcast page, which is kind of terrible, but to actually put play links there available for you inside of the SERP, the search engine results page. You've never left Google. You've typed in the name of a podcast. Google knows the best experience to give to someone is the ability to listen to that podcast right there on the page. If you think I'm crazy, I'm not. It's the way that it works now. Google has been presenting just answers to people's search queries in the form of Wikipedia articles and just ask Google, just type in weather in your zip code. It won't take you to Noah's website or weather channel. It'll just tell you what the weather is because it gives a better response. So we know that's going to happen again. We know that's going to happen for podcasters. If you type in the name of a podcast, unambiguous, an unambiguous name of a podcast, Google knows the best possible reply or best possible experience is to let you give you the ability to listen to the podcast right then and there. And that's going to ha- that happens right now on Android. I think it'll happen very soon on iOS. And I think after that, after you've listened, they give you a very good option to actually subscribe. So I was chatting with Sheila about this on the way to drop her off at work before I could come to physical therapy. And Sheila, like many of you, doesn't use the default apps. So she was hoping for a world in which once she clicked on one of those play buttons that Google might say, hey, I see that you have Overcast installed and let you play it in there. I don't think that's going to happen. I do not think that's going to happen. I think that if you have that as an option, you you could do that if you wanted to. There might be something that you'll be able to eventually set your preference, but I'm not worried about you people. And I don't think Google's worried about you people. Google wants to give the best possible experience to everyone. And so that means, in many cases, letting them listen through their Google's own app. Okay. So I'm, I'm rolling on on this. I've got four more minutes to talk, and I want to make sure that I get a point on here. For what, do you, what, do you, what do you want to do about that, Evo? Well, number one you should do is make sure you're listed in Google Podcasts. Really, really important podcasters. You must be listed in Google Podcasts. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's key factor number one. Get, make sure you're listed because it's going to reach the biggest group of people before new people, brand new people, not cannibalizing. It's not a zero-sum game. This is a net positive game. Make sure you're listed, number one. Number two, I think we need to predict, we need to react for the future where we stop saying silly things like subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I, think, I think that's going away. And I think it's going away the same way it is when you publish a photo. You know, you don't say, hey, be sure to look at this photo in preview or GIMP or whatever application you prefer. I don't I don't think that's going to matter anymore. I think we need to, and if you're listening to this and you are a podcast app maker, uh, I'm sorry, you might want to go back to 2005 and look at what history did then to a lot of apps. But I think that's reality. I think that it won't be a matter of where someone listens. I think that decision will be made a little sooner at the discovery phase. So what does that mean for subscriptions? I'm not sure. I think 
what it's going to mean is you get the best experience where you find you get the best experience. And where that is today, it's going to be very different tomorrow. So if you're a diehard user of CastBox or Castro or all these places, and that's fine. I don't necessarily think that they're going to be, you know, going away anytime very soon. But I think that the influence of them as they exist today is going to change and go down most likely. Uh, unless, of course, they adapt. They, they certainly could. They already have an installed user base. They know what people are looking for. So there is a hardcore group of people who will likely continue to use those. But let's not forget that 83% of the people... Okay, that's not the right number. Uh, I think it's more like 74% of the population in America doesn't listen to podcasts regularly. So that's an audience that's not being served. And I think these changes coming are designed to really serve them, and that's really where, where Google has its brain, on serving those people. I think we need to plan for that. When the, the set of apps we have today are no longer the dominant players they were before. I mean, can you imagine telling someone to look at your web page with Chrome as opposed to, or, or hey, check my website out. You can find it on Google or Yahoo or MSN. No, you wouldn't say that. Or, yeah, go to this address and you can use Mozilla, you can use uh, IE, you can use, uh, no, you, you wouldn't say that. <clears throat> I think that's what's changing. I think that's what's changing. Long rambling podcast pontification. I don't have all of my thoughts clarified on this, but that's okay. Sometimes that's the way that these goes. Uh, if you like what I had to say, thanks for watching. I do these every week. It's tough today because I'm in the car, but I will do that again tomorrow. And not every week, every day during the week. And if you've got questions about podcasting, well, this is what I do. I support podcasters. I actually launch podcasts, usually for businesses and professional service providers. Need help? Podcastlaunch.pro is where you can find more. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.